0: So most people have things that they really care about, but what most people don't know is what it actually means to care. And here's the thing. When you understand what you're actually doing when you do care in quantum physics, you are running the risk of losing the things that you care about. Sounds like a lot of caring to wrap your mind around, doesn't it? But maybe it's when you don't care that you begin living your best life. Today's podcast, seriously, stop caring and you will attract your best life I'm Stephen Canyon. Glad to have you back with us. Uh, always have new listeners joining us as well. And I want to welcome all of you too. KineticBelief.com is the website. KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com is how you get an email to us. And I also I want to remind you that Law of Attraction 100-Day Journal is now available. Yeehaw. And it is in a hard copy and or is it in a downloadable digital version at KineticBelief.com. Also, you can check out the event calendar, Mastering Universe Workshop, Locations all over the place, as well as some podcast brunches thrown in there just uh, so we can grab a meal along the way. And of course, the Sounds of Music events, all those fun things, details on the events and other new discoveries at kineticbelief.com. Hello, Megan.
1: Hello, Stephen.
0: Got a, a hot topic for today.
1: Got a hot topic.
0: And I hope you don't care.
1: Oh, I don't. Don't Good. ever worry about there me you caring. Hey, you
0: know, you can always just do this so fast and just say, all right, folks, don't care anymore. Thanks a lot. Bye.
1: <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <Does> it?
0: <laughs> really? Quit. Oh, that's so funny. That though. is who, funny. Who was that? What was that comedian?
1: Bob Newhart. Uh, Bob Newhart. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, had it, he had it figured out, didn't he? He was a
1: therapist and his advice literally for everything and everyone was, well, just just stop it. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop so doing So in comedian, that. they
0: would say what their problem is and he would just go.
1: Stop doing that.
0: And then they'd say something else. He would say. Well,
1: stop doing that. Stop yeah, it. Oh,
0: that was before my time. <laughs> Thanks for bringing me up to date.
1: Well, you know, sometimes that's just all we need. We just need someone to go stop caring just stop, stop it. it quit
0: that's great counseling. Move on. Well, I've got all these problems and all these issues, and it's a, B, C, d, e, and F, and G, and I've got advice for you. Stop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, is. it's funny, but you do always tell us that we have total control over our life that we are living. So if anybody's gonna be able to stop it or move on or change something, uh it's you, Bucko.
0: Well, let's figure it all out this <laughs> This is one of those things where there is just so much abuse. in the understanding of what it means to care it's it's like a pitfall trap it's a you know one of those Mm -hmm. it's a covered hole and you don't know that there's a hole in the ground and it's completely (laughs) camouflage the word care on the surface it seems compassionate oh i'm so caring you're so caring you're so loving and you're showing concern for yourself or for other people because you care Care, and actually, there's so many different ways to interpret it. It's like serious attention. I'm really caring about this thing. Or I care so much, and it's just a feeling of anxiety. Or you can be driving along without a care in the world. <laughs> so what is it? What does it what mean to actually caring? care? It's a tough one, isn't it?
1: Well, then there's the whole obligatory caring where someone uses it against you, and they say, Well, don't you care about me?
0: Oh, yeah. Don't you sure.
1: care? No. Right.
0: Yeah. No, no, I don't. No,
1: absolutely not. Well, you know, and you're right. There are just so many wrong definitions. We need the right definition. And probably the biggest one is is what you just mentioned, the caring where it's anxiety ridden. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just you're caring so much about a thing that it really actually moves the word care over into fear.
0: Mm. You know, something we ought to put on our our website um, as a new product is I don't care bear
1: what do you do to the bear i don't know
0: but you know instead of a care bear
1: i don't know why i just saw people abusing the bear like, uh, the bear gets beat up uh, the i don't care bear
0: there's but seriously i was you know i was thinking about this uh, the other day i was a ch- i was a child actor on an NBC sitcom and i did theater for a while and if you've got any hang-ups at all you learn to not care uh in, in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, if you go into theater. I mean, there, one so of the, true. One of the many things that we did in theater training was it, it was a trust exercise while standing there. You know, you, you, I'm sure you've seen it. You close your eyes. Have you ever done that? You close your eyes and you just fall over backward hoping somebody's going to catch you.
1: I can't say I've ever done that. I've All seen right. it, but I've never done it.
0: I don't know that that really helps you to not care anymore. In fact, I think it makes you care even more.
1: It certainly makes you not trust people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the whole point is to trust people, right? And, only if
1: they catch you
0: Uh,
1: yeah (laughs) it only works if if they support you that's true so it's only a good exercise (laughs) if you have good people
0: Hmm. lots of lots of actually
1: i used to have this really great t-shirt i would get compliments on it every time i wore it and it was uh it just had a picture of like a beach postcard on the front and it said in memory of in memory of when i cared (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Yeah, everybody loved I, it I though. I would care. get so many compliments on that shirt. And
0: I, I see a lot of those. Uh, see a lot of funny things too. Um, like you get to a certain age, and apparently you don't you don't care anymore. So you start wearing purple,
1: I which is so funny because, like I mean, I like purple. All purple. I, I, I mean, I'd wear purple now. Your,
0: pur- your hair is purple. You wear a purple hat. You get purple <laughs> My hair. barista's hair was
1: purple today. She looked great. Oh, so. that's cool. But yeah, I mean, not caring is actually incredibly powerful and, and something we've even talked about on the podcast and in our personal conversations as well is that if you're going to be successful at something, you always have to have this sort of startup period where like where you're changing and you have to be willing to look silly, to feel silly because you're never going to be a perfectionist at something or really good at something without getting there first so I think this also enables you to you know, achieve a lot of things, to learn new things, to learn new skills.
0: Well, this can actually be so much fun because it does seem like a lot on the surface to try to figure out what it means to care or to not care. And uh, when we're talking about the law of attraction, the kinetic belief, moving toward the thing that you're believing to attract, that substance of things hoped for, which of course is evidence of things that you haven't seen yet, you're creating your best life, your thought forms to, to live out your best life. And in order to do that, you study the within. You go to a place, you retreat away from the noise of the world long enough to where you're not having to listen to the the thoughts and ideas, the negative uh, information, negative influencers, and all those things that have made you care for all these years. You're casting all that down into the side where you can get quiet. And so you begin, you go to work, you roll up your sleeves, and you start learning to not care about what other people want you to care about. Don't care about what others think. You don't care about how smart they are. And a lot of times we do that. Well, I wouldn't care what he thinks so much if he just weren't so darn smart. You know what? Intelligence has nothing to do with purpose. It doesn't matter if your best friend was, had been Albert Einstein. What he thought about you really, in the scheme of things, wouldn't matter unless you made his thoughts your purpose. And I can tell you that would have been a huge mistake right there.
1: I have to say, I really love topics like this that take something that we use every single day in our normal vocabulary, in normal conversations, and we flip the script and we get this new perspective on it. I think those are always the most powerful because it's these little things that are commonly overlooked that when you change them and when you see what they really mean, I think it can be incredibly powerful.
0: It is the small things that create the snares. Those, are the, those yeah. are the pitfalls. You don't see them coming. And so we get tangled up in them. And most people spend their entire life not knowing why they're so wrapped up in this thing that you don't even see what's around you. Look, here's, how, here's where to begin. First of all, recognize that you're in this world to dance to the beat of your own drum, no one else's. You're unique, you're different, you've got your own sound, you've got your own cadence, your own melody, and you need to locate that, find it. Do whatever you've got to do, to, but, but don't adopt other people's beats as yours or what others think as your thoughts. You are here to experience you, your genius. And, and your choices, those are the things that you've got to begin experiencing.
1: I think also that this topic is, is incredibly interesting because caring is something that will just insert itself into your thoughts so effortlessly. You think, you know, you can be having this wonderful day. You're soaring. You're doing everything right. Perfect day. And then one thing enters your mind, and then you attach a care to it and you're done. You're toast. So this is, like you said, very sneaky.
0: Almost all cares. Anytime you find yourself caring about something, most of the time it's going to be based or rooted in fear. Fear of inadequacy, fear of not fitting in, fear of not belonging, fear of not... amounting to anything or up to the expectations of other people. Other people judge your purpose and they will, if you allow them to, they get so wrapped up and involved in what they think you should be doing according to what they themselves would be doing. But now here's the thing. You are not them. You're not supposed to be them. Only you define yourself. So that's why we're going to begin really exploring why it's so vital to your life purpose and success to not care about what other people think or don't think. What they think is, here's the attitude. What other people think is none of your business. What they think about you, guess what? It's none of your business. None at all. When you care too much about what others will say, you're going to live your life for them and not for yourself.
1: Wow, that's really good. You know, This is one of those things that, I I find myself saying I don't care a lot But um, I saw something online one time and and it said, you know, for somebody who says, I don't care, I sure do care. (laughs) I mean, a lot of times I think we're trying to convince Uh, ourselves. Isn't that true? You know, who are you trying to talk into not caring? (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) So Uh. I'm excited to find out, you know, because again, I mean, that's funny, but at the same time, I think, because I, I know I've done that before, I say I don't care about what so and so thinks, but I'm saying that in an effort to not care. Um, so, you know, learning how to actually get rid of this entity of caring when we need to is very powerful.
0: Sure, a good a good way to recognize if you're out of place with your cares, if you find yourself running to it or from it, you mm. shouldn't you should not be responding to it like you're saying. And that's good. What very, you
1: do. We say that one more time. Yeah. So if you
0: really find good. yourself running to something or away from it, it's controlling you and you're caring, you're, you know, you're caring about it. You shouldn't be controlled by it at all. And you should be neutral uh, in your cares about anything. Uh, and you just let your observations of life and people around you and what they're saying or not saying and all that. Let, let your observations. And look, there is, there is a healthy uh, purpose behind what you do observe. And, and so when we're talking about things like care, like today, don't, don't get me wrong and think that, well, you just shouldn't be listening to others at all or never around other people or you know, <laughs> gathering information or reading a you book should, or You should be calloused
1: else. and have a cold heart. Right, right. <laughs> that's the key <laughs> to success.
0: Isn't <laughs> that it? And that's where you'll end up if you take this wrong. But, you know, so observe, okay, observe yeah. and ma- to mature your genius, Gather information to mature you and, and to, to to gain wisdom and knowledge so that you can develop the original source of your genius, the purpose for your life. However, you must make sure that the things that you're observing don 't uh, have not come from negative source energy, and make sure that's vital you 've got to make sure that you're not around people that are talking about people and putting others down, putting you down. Don't listen to, um, uh, bullies and, and, uh, don't get involved in that. Don't watch negative uh, reports and of news and, and all that source information you can get away from. And observing that does not benefit your, your genius. It does not increase your wisdom or your knowledge. So surround yourself with positive source information. Use that to, to, um, uh, then, work on your and mature your genius to reveal that original source of who you are and the purpose for you even being in this life that 's and and that 's really the first thing you want to do here 's another thing really wrong thinking about past mistakes that 's misplaced care. Look, we all make what we believe are mistakes in life, but chances are very good that they weren 't actually mistakes. Unless you've been advancing your mind and your body and your soul toward perfected completion without any regard for any kind of negative influencers, then you were already headed in the wrong direction, going down the wrong path for yourself, according to your unique and your different qualities, according to the purpose that you should have been living. And so then every mistake was actually a mistake at trying to do something you had no business doing anyway. In accordance to your creative genius, you had missed it already. So, look, don't be hard on yourself ever again about uh, any what you believe to be past mistakes. No, fall in love with yourself every day of your life.
1: Wow, I really love that. That you know, don't even consider um, what you were trying to do before you understood these principles, because like you're saying, it it was a it, mistakes are are unimportant. They don't matter. They don't affect who you are today. Well, it doesn't matter.
0: It's regretting having not done correctly the wrong thing. It's like saying, I just wish I'd been a better bank robber. Well, you weren't <laughs> supposed to be a bank <laughs> robber anyway, and you know it. So.
1: Well, and, <laughs> That's and, what we're talking about. And it also comes through almost like, you know, you, you're, you're being hard on yourself for not doing something you didn't know how to do yet.
0: That's correct.
1: You know, it's almost as if, well, you know, why didn't you fly that plane better while I wasn't a pilot.
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. Those mistakes and regrets and all of that, you're just not measuring up to someone else's ideas and expectations or what you've observed somebody else to do. The idea of failure is nothing more than misdirected awareness. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And unless you've been advancing, again, your mind and your body and your soul toward perfected completion. And that, after all, that is the meaning of life. That is what is leads to a joy as happy, abundance life, a, a life that's full of good health and wisdom and prosperity and all of those things. You do that without regard for negative influencers. And if you're not doing that, then you are already headed in the wrong direction according to your unique and your different qualities. And so you may have been failing at failing to be someone else. Well, good for you. <laughs> Boy, you saved yourself a lifetime of agony and disappointment, didn't you?
1: So when you look back on your own life and there are things that you, um, well, you're not going to regret it and you don't see it as a mistake, but it's something that you put into that box of that wasn't, that wasn't what you were supposed to be doing at the time. How do you define that in your own mind? You know, how do you see those moments?
0: I'm so thankful I see failure as a course correction. I say, oh boy, I was protected from that. Life is short, and you can't waste too many of these days heading in the wrong direction without just throwing the whole thing away. So stop caring about directives from negative source influences who are redefining you through uh, your observations often and your purpose for life. In other words, it's very rarely that you're actually going to have somebody come in and say, all right, I want you to get dressed, get ready to go, I'm taking you down to the to uh the the company where you're going to be sewing zippers into jeans today and uh whatever (laughs) whatever whatever the example is but in a place that you have no business and it's not your 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 quality or your your idea for life Mm -hmm. that's probably not going to happen but what is going to happen to you more likely than not is you're going to have these imaginations, these self-imposed directives that come from negative source influencers, perhaps from your past. Someone that you may have met for only 10 minutes that called you a couple of names that just kind of redefined your pathway. Stop caring about what other people have tried to enforce upon you.
1: So I've definitely met people and They seem to have a natural tendency to not care about what people think. And then I've met other people who seem to be almost born with this crippling um, effect of caring so much what people think about them. So I guess it's, it's just sort of a fascinating concept to me to consider that, I mean, are there people that just naturally don't care? And then some of us that... That maybe care more than others, and and how do we even uh, sort of navigate those natural tendency tendencies? No,
0: it's natural. You come into this world caring, and you come into this world caring about what mommy and daddy says to do and not do, and you're forming your thoughts and ideas, but from what other people are telling you and to care about. But what happens is somewhere along the way, it becomes an unlovely thing, and we we continue to gather all of our information about what we should or shouldn't be doing by the opinions and thoughts and ideas of other people And so uh, it's not natural. And you do have to work at this. In fact, it is so not natural that only about 1% of the total population ever figure out how to live life successfully by really not caring about what other people think. And, oh, by the way, if—I'm going to just throw this in there. If your job happens to be one of sewing zippers into jeans, thank you. We do need those. And uh, (laughs) I appreciate your gifting. And don't stop. (laughs) 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 if
1: that is your gifting and your, your passion thing, i'm happy for you, you. go girl <laughs> or man <laughs> right um you know i have to say steve that i don't think i've ever met someone who genu- genuinely doesn't care as much as you i mean you really don't but it's it but it's a fascinating balance because i also know that you're you're very real Lifestyle of not caring is balanced by a very deep, unconditional love for people as well, which is sort of a fascinating combination. And I've seen that in you from really when we first met.
0: Well, there are a lot of people that do this and it does require though that you are practicing kinetic belief as a law of attractor and you know what you're doing and you are journaling your highest viewpoint for life. You've come in contact and you have defined and blueprinted those those giftings that you have that make you uniquely special and different on the inside. So you know who you are and you've got the big picture for life. And that's when you can stop caring because you do care, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so, but look, and, and another thing, and here's where a lot of people get tripped up. They'll go, okay, Steve, I hear you. I don't care anymore what they think. I, I've got that. I don't care what they say about me. I've got that. But I care about what I have or don't have. Stop caring about what you don't have. The human de- default position, here it is. It tends to err on the side of lack rather than abundance. And that becomes, more often than not, a focal point. And we just tend to, to gravitate toward the shiny thing or lack thereof. And I want to tell you that that is not conducive to feeling carefree. And that's what we're talking about, being free from care. And so what happens is that we focus on what we don't have and then end up feeling thoroughly deprived. It's unfair that they have all this stuff and I don't have half as much as they have. They're going on vacation and I can't go and all that stuff. What is the point of that? You know, I often tell um, uh, people at our workshops to focus on the positives of what they have and the negatives of what they don't have. To do that then also would attract, of course, those negative things in their life. To do both of those, you remain double-minded, and to be double-minded, that means you're really going nowhere or you end up attracting the negative source of what you really don't want in your life. You can, you keep having nothing because you keep focusing on the negative.
1: Wow, I really loved how you just took us through focusing on other people, what they have, what they're pursuing, the things that they have that you don't, and how that's going to be so detrimental to us because even when you achieve your own success, it's not going to look like anyone else's success. And so I love that idea of just reminding us to to look within for everything, the things that you have physically now, the things that you're manifesting, that you're dreaming for, all of it should come from within. And you tell us that all the time, but goodness, we we have to be reminded of it over and over and over because we're completely trying to you know, undo years of bad programming.
0: And what really makes this fun is it becomes easy when you are the one reminding you. Yes. And, and not just leaving this up to how you feel today and being led around by your emotions and feelings, but when you are cre- you've created the blueprint and you've journaled that and you're writing down the highest viewpoint for your life. You continue to stay in. This is a daily exercise. If you brush your teeth, you go back to your journal, Mm -hmm. all right? And this is, you have to do this because there's so many different thoughts that are coming into your life, trying to redirect you or to convince you that you're something that you're not, or to judge you for something that you're not. People don't know you and they're going to speak in your life if you give them access to tell you the negative thing, to redirect your path and course for life. Listen, this isn't a game. This is serious business. You've only got one life. What is that worth? It's priceless. So you don't. You want to take this seriously enough. Look to give access only to people that champion and and build you up and love you and edify you and encourage you. But they need to know you. And if they're anything but that, then you're going to have to turn them off, cut them loose, and plan your your time that you're spending with them. So it's not robbing you of the virtue that you need to unconditionally love yourself.
1: Wow, you know, that's that's such a good thing for us to remember. And as you were describing, you know, getting rid of that time that you're spending with those people, I just saw a garden full of weeds, and it's like you can never pull enough weeds. They're just always going to be there unless you just take care of them and wipe them out. And, you know, you have to sort of completely start over when you're pursuing this new life and when you're, you're working on not caring, it seems.
0: Right. And another way, of course, to look at it is, is you're starting over by going back to the beginning to unbecome all of the negative influence, all the negative information, all those, those thoughts that have redefined you away from who you actually are. And look around and, and take uh, inventory of what is in your life now and be thankful for it. What you have is enough. It's enough more will come as soon as you say I have enough more will come as soon as you say you have enough and look don't play the game of what-ifs anymore that's a game that's just fraught with competition it is fear-based you know, people can drive themselves crazy caring about what might happen in their future. Well, I just don't know. I don't think I should do that because I'm just afraid of what might happen if I go down there. Look, these are also the victims of life. They're double-minded. That means that they're just tossed to and fro from one whim to another. I'll just, uh, whatever happens, happens. And I, I just hope it's not a bad thing. And then what they're doing is they're observing what others are doing. And as a result, they're just quick to change course. Well, I don't think I'll do that because it didn't work out for them. After all, I'm trying to do what they they're doing. You're just lost and it's sad and you're not going anywhere and you're certainly not going to enjoy your purpose for life while you're here.
1: It's interesting. Um, I'm immediately thinking of social media as you're talking about this and people throw that around a lot. But I saw this really, it was it was meant to be funny, I guess, but it wasn't that funny. It, it was a, a short video that someone had made and it just showed the chain reaction of social media. So for example, it started with this woman on the beach and she takes a selfie on the beach with the hat and the sun is shining and then it shows her friend seeing that picture. And so it shows the selfie at work that her friend takes and then that selfie causes and it and it just goes through this whole chain reaction of of one selfie making someone else take one but right. it ends with this guy and he buys a green juice and and takes a picture with it and then tastes it and makes a bad face and throws it away <laughs> <laughs> but it was just showing the progression of you know obviously mm-hmm. caring what people think right. it just looks so toxic i mean yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, and you see so many examples of that. Uh, it's just, I remember when I was, I was pier fishing when I was about 12 years old and I would run from side to side of the pier every time somebody would catch a fish. I would go running over there and get up, up as close to them as I could and throw my line out there where they'd been fishing and nothing. And then a few minutes later, somebody on the other side of the pier catches a fish. I roll in my line, pull it in, run over to the other side, and cast out there and try to catch where where they just caught one. But I learned to you, you remind yourself that you know what this type of care—it's always going to be based in fear, and lack—that I'm not going to have what they've got. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm I'm fearful that. They're going to have more than I will. I, I want to catch something, and so I'm going to do exactly what I see them doing and throw out there exactly where they are. You're not looking within to locate the abundance and the treasures of your purpose when you're an imitator like that.
1: It, listening to you, it, make, it gives me the sense that there's going to be some power in acknowledging that maybe you don't want what they have.
0: Oh, that's always the case. You're always, if, it is, if it's not original to, to you to the uh the creator that you were put here to be the unique dynamic individual that you are if it is not you when you get there it will come with sorrow yeah And you will lose it just as sure as you got it.
1: Wow. That's really powerful, though, to remember that because it is so easy. Like you were just saying earlier, it's so easy to chase after just the obvious shiny thing. But when you start journaling, you start getting to know yourself better. You realize that your utopic ideas of life are going to be totally they're going to be as original as your purpose.
0: That's correct, and the other thing here too, as long as you're coveting, as long as you're trying to to go after something that you've admired, someone else with, you are a com- a competitor. You're competing for what you have mm. rather than creating, and it always comes to sorrow, and you will lose it in the same manner that you gained it. No everything that you want, everything that you will ever require, your heart's desire, much of which and most of which you don't even know what it is, will come to you through the source of of substance that you're imagining to receive. The universe responds to the vacuum that you're creating through that highest thought form to attract the thing that you believe that you want. Using a, like we're talking about, when you go and you create a blueprint a design for your life based on what you now know about yourself, the things that when you ask yourself the question, who am I? What do I really want out of life? And then you answer those questions and then you hold that and create a, a, a holistic thought from around it. See your life in the big picture of what you look like and what you're thinking about, where you're living and what do you drive? What is your, what is your physique? What does your body look like? And you see yourself healthy from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. All of your relationships are stimulating and full of laughter. And you have optimistic happiness because you know where you're going. And you have a creative purpose for being alive. Not one to compete, but you're here to create. And so then all of a sudden, you're finding that place of joy and happiness. A place that you do deserve. No one is better than you and certainly nobody is worse than you. We're all co-equal creators. So get out of the arena that is built up and based in competition and find that creative genius on the inside of you and hold that thought form and then allow it to come to you as you start working and acting toward it
1: what is the mental process here of of working toward not caring so let's say that we're we're just 101 students of kinetic belief of the law of attraction and we are all we are neck deep in caring what other, other people think so what is our first step and then just kind of gently i guess take us through the the mental spiritual process of getting there you know achieving this what you know cuz honestly when you really care what people think The image of not caring seems like climbing Everest. I mean, it seems impossible.
0: Well, the the simplest, quickest way to get to zero is to fall in love with yourself. Unconditionally love yourself. And you got to love your differences. Don't love the person that you want to be. Don't try to become someone that you're not so that you will all of a sudden like yourself. No. Love yourself just like you are. Perfectly. Just like you are. Without changing one thing. It's unconditional. You don't need to change your body. You don't need to become more healthy. You don't need to have more money in the bank. Wherever you are, whoever you are, wherever you live right now, however much money you do or don't have, whatever that is, none of that matters. What matters is that you love who you are just like you are right now unconditionally and you not allow that unconditional love to depart from you and you revisit it time and again throughout the day. End your day in love with yourself and embracing yourself fully and wholly when you arise in the morning and you start another day just like that. And then the next thing that uh, you do is um, misplaced care uh, is with a person who continually says, I'll be happy when, Mm. well,
1: that's a big one.
0: All right. You're unconditionally loving yourself. And now all of a sudden, when you believe that you'll be happy, once something has happened, What you're doing is you are effectively putting your purpose, again, on hold until something happens. Wishing your days away is a precious waste of optimistic happiness. No, you're unconditionally loving yourself, and you're optimistically happy about today, tomorrow, and whatever the rest of your life brings, just like it is right now. Change is going to come because you are building up right now a foundation from which to attract from, but this is where you start. You see, the kinetic believer, the person who is attracting their absolute best life is present always in their optimistic happiness at all times and you are on purpose it's not going to be based on how you feel it's not going to be based on your emotions no you're stirring yourself up in optimistic happiness by gosh darn it i am thrilled because i know what's coming my way and it's my best creative life so you're choosing happiness in the present and then when your presence demands the attention of your future because you're in the future, well, you'll show up there happy as well.
1: Wow. So it really sounds like this process of falling in love with yourself has a lot to do with your um, your inner dialogue.
0: Oh, that that's right. Your inner dialogue. And it's an inner dialogue because you've had the dialogue on the outside. You you look within to discover yourself, and then you write down these thoughts, these affirmations, so that you're speaking them out loud. You're speaking them into the, the, the realm of your existence. Words are things. They have substance. And so you're creating your life by the very words that you're saying. So at the same time, you've got to stop saying negative things. Negative source energy is in the words and the substance of negative words that you speak. So you're, you're redefining your, the atmosphere of your life and your place and your purpose by affirming those happy thoughts and those purposeful thoughts to be happy. Happiness is not a destination. It is a manner of traveling.
1: Mm, that's good. I really like that. It's a journey. It's, it is a It's It is the journey. Happiness yes. is the journey. Right. You know, it. and it seems like as you move deeper and deeper into this mentality of not caring, it seems like your satisfaction levels are going to rise pretty rapidly. I mean, just that's the sense I get when I'm listening to you talk that when you're not loving yourself properly and when you're, when you're, just really expending so much energy on what other people think and what other people are doing there's really nothing left for you after you're after you've finished with all that so all of a sudden it seems like fulfillment satisfaction a very natural buoyancy is going to be the immediate byproduct and I this. like that
0: you say immediate, and I like that you say all of a sudden because that's the way it's supposed to happen if you do this correctly. And I'll tell you this also: the biggest challenge is going to be with family those people <laughs> or those people that you're living with. Okay, yeah. you're you're in a lease with them, you know, and, and somebody <laughs> well, that and you know, is already challenging you.
1: That's a great point, what you just said, because the two things you just named are based in obligation. So isn't that what a lot of caring comes from? It's the obligatory fill in the blank. You know, well, I couldn't, I mean, I had a, an acquaintance that I knew a long time ago. Well, I could never leave this such and such town. My parents live here. Um, I mean, that's a huge obstacle for her. If she ever would come, overcome that, uh, she probably won't <laughs> with that mindset.
0: You, we all have obligations. And the first thing you're going to need to do is to rank them. The first obligation is to yourself. The second one is whatever it is. But your first one now becomes for yourself to unconditionally love yourself. And if you've got to put other people on notice, and, and sometimes it's better not to give them the silent treatment, just be honest with them. Be up front. Sit them down and say, look, here's where I am in my life. And I'm turning things around on purpose. And I love you. And I hope you mean it when you tell them that. But tell them you I love you. <laughs> but just tell them you. that. But I need you to know this. I need you to know that I am uh, purposing in my life to only consider positive things. And to not care about negative things and to not have any more negative conversations. Not that we've been having negative conversations. You're wonderful and marvelous just like you are. And that's another thing. Don't judge anybody else. Don't try to change them. Don't tell them that you're bad for me or good for me. They're nothing. They're just, they are. And they're just perfect the way that they are. But what you're working on is yourself. So if you want to change anything in the world, you change your attitude about you. And so just put them on notice. And if you have to, otherwise, turn them off to where they don't have access to you, only commune, only have relationship with people that are positive and that affirm you and build you up and champion and celebrate you because you're going to do the same thing for them.
1: So if you're someone who, who typically gets a lot of their satisfaction out of helping others, being, um, you know, sort of a, for lack of a better word, like sort of a savior in other people's lives. How do you, um, what do you say to that little voice that's going to pop in, into your mind that says, this is selfish. You're only going to get satisfaction if you're just doing things for other people. You know this, and and you're being selfish, you're acting selfish. And maybe it's not even a little voice. Maybe it's, you know, someone you know (laughs) saying this to you. What's the answer? What do we tell ourselves or... You know, what's the answer for us? If
0: you see yourself as a quote, as you said, savior for anybody else, you've got wrong motives and wrong intentions. So cast that down. Get rid of that idea right now. You were not put here to live anybody else's life no more than they were to use their dominion over you. And so that is that is a bully. You're bullying somebody by putting unfair expectations on their purpose. Let them live and let them be free so that you can live and you can be free. They're doing exactly what they should be doing, right or wrong in in relation to you, right or wrong um, in comparison with you. But we're not in the comparison business, right? We're kinetic believers in attracting our best lives so that we can be a gift to other people. You are worthless to other people if you are not unconditionally loving yourself and them. That means to unconditionally love them, you have no requirements for them to meet somehow your high level of expectations or to to model you and to live like you and to clean like you and make a bed like you and eat like you and work out like you and dress like you and talk like you and (laughs) want to go play tennis when you want to go play tennis or do the things you want to do when you want to do them. It's selfish. You're not loving yourself any more than you're loving them. Love yourself so you can experience your best, highest life. And like Megan, you said a few minutes ago, it starts now, immediately. That's the beautiful thing about this. This is not something that all of a sudden shows up a year from now if you've been disciplined enough to do it. Now, the moment that you imagine your highest viewpoint for life and put it into thought forms, and then you see it as having already come to pass, in quantum mechanics, the substance of what you are imagining to see begins rearranging the circumstances of your life in order to balance that and give symmetry in the quantum physics to what you're expecting to see. That's wow. how this works.
1: Isn't it interesting that this always goes back to, you can literally take even something as... Um, straightforward as not caring. Seriously, stop caring is the is the title today. And and you're taking that back to quantum physics. I think that's fascinating that it's actually going to affect your manifesting ability. It's going to you know, this is something that's going to affect the outcome, the, the original source of who you are. And that's powerful to acknowledge that.
0: Well, quantum physics really tells us how all of us work because we're part of this universe. And now the study of that has shown exactly what, it, what thought forms are and how uh, uh, particles are attracted one to the other and like kind and like source. And where, where all of this began even prior to the Big Bang and there was a bias for all things. and We're created in the same image of that bias. We have bias. We have opinions. We've got beliefs. We know in quantum mechanics that there is a substance to that. And there aren't any original thoughts in the universe. It's all substance and we come in contact. We are, uh, we simply can form thoughts and come into agreement with original source information that's positive information and advance our lives, advance our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion, or we agree with negative source infor- information. And that always, of course, contracts and leads to lack, sickness, disease, and uh, less uh, misery, sadness, depression, and all those things. So here's what we want to do. You want to cast down regrets like we talked about, cast down rejection, fear of rejection. That's another. That's a competitive negative. It's based in fear. Your life is an adventure of discovery. So cast down any ideas of rejection. It doesn't matter if they receive you or reject you because you're receiving yourself and approving of yourself. Cast down societies, all those expectations, that are put on you in commercials and in social media, and you're looking at the lives that other people want you to believe that they're living, and you think that your life just sucks if you're not uh, skydiving from some volcano in Hawaii. (laughs) Cast down all of those expectations. Most of those are are self-imposed. It's ideas like, well, you know, be thin and be beautiful. Show off your wealth and status, and then you'll be adored. Self-unconditional love, that is true freedom.
1: Wow, you know I, all of that is so powerful to not only acknowledge but to really learn and to get into you to to make that knowledge become a part of you and I love that the theme that you keep bringing us back to today is to look within, look within for that wisdom, look within for that satisfaction, look within for the thing that you want to manifest look within instead of caring what other people think you know this is see yourself as the source i I just love that you're bringing us back to that over and over again today um. Just for the things, you know, because a lot of us are, we, we don't know everything we want. You know, we, we, we only know ourselves to the point that we know ourselves today. And so d- discovering these new things about ourselves, our deepest desires, what, what will make us happy. I mean, that's a big thing that a lot of people even come and they say, well, I don't even know what would make me happy. Um, so looking within, I like that theme.
0: Yeah. And what you want to do is when you look within and you recognize what your aptitudes are, what do you care about? What do you love? What are you willing to sacrifice for? You know, those kind of things. And then you embrace that and start right there. You don't need to elongate that or to to see it uh, to completion. Because like you said, that's the beautiful thing and the fun thing about all of this is that there is a substance to what you are believing to be true that's going to be greater and bigger than anything that you can actually imagine or think about which is cool because what you are imagining and thinking about, that's what you are kinetically moving toward what you are attracting. So it is the super, along with your natural, that creates a supernatural life for you. One that is enjoyed by the avatars of success and the, the titans of commerce and the genius of creativity and artistry and poets and, and elite athletes. All those people, that's exactly what they're doing. So we come out of a competitive world to create, and within that natural, unique creativity within all of us, you see, we just release all of our cares. We stop caring long enough to begin unconditionally loving the extraordinary, unique artistry that we all possess, care about being you, and attract your best life.
1: Mm, that's beautiful, Whenever I get to that point of not caring about something, I actually achieve that within myself. I always feel extremely powerful. Do you feel that way too when you are like super not caring? <laughs> yeah, um, yes. it just seems like yep. so like you have so much power because Well, I don't know why. I don't know what that reason is. Well, we
0: were created with authority in the natural. We were created with dominion in the natural. What that means is we have the authority to speak and see something done. We're a high level of creation. And there is power in that. And when you are set free from the cares of the world... Yes, you're built up. All of a sudden, you start becoming puffed up in your unconditional love for yourself, your unconditional love for others. And then all of a sudden, this higher viewpoint for all of creation, for all of the world as it is. And that's something we'll talk about on another day that I think would be real challenging for some people, but (laughs) I think it it also would go a long way towards setting some people free, and that is from uh, what we believe to be uh, the condition of the world as it is, and is it as it should be, or should it be something different? Or should we be demonstrating in the streets to change it? And all those kinds of things. It's really fun, though.
1: We just need a few more hours for that. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> Don't we know? Yeah.
1: When was, um, I mean, has it literally been years for you since you cared about, cared about something? <laughs> that sounds funny to say it that way.
0: Well, there's a proper kind of care. I, I think the kind of cares that we're talking about getting rid of today has been a long time since I've had any of those cares. And that is freeing. Very, very freeing.
1: So this is something that you can actually achieve and maintain for many years and years and years. You're not in and out of of this.
0: Yeah, and you know I can also tell you that I don't, you you know, I don't get sick like we've talked about before. I don't get sick. I don't have a cold. I don't get sick i um, you know, I have so much peace in my life, as you know, and happiness and joy and all these things that we talk about. And it really comes back fundamentally to not caring in the wrong way. I care about myself enough to unconditionally love me and to promote my ideas and imaginations for my highest uh, life. I'm a creator, you know, and I, I allow the universe to bring the substance of music and melodies into my life. So I play the piano and orchestrate it and play with symphonies. Without reading music, I just allowed that the expression of music to come into my life, just like you and, and your violinist. You're an amazing violinist. But we, we collaborate together in this peaceful place of not caring about the expectations of others, and there is beauty in that. Just amazing beauty in it. You like Picasso. Yeah. And um, I know you're a fan of, of, of his work. Absolutely. Um, and he said, and I love this, he said, It means nothing to me. I have no opinion about it, and I don't care.
1: (laughs) Just in general. Oh my goodness, can that be my life motto? Isn't that good? That's my new, I'm going to get a t shirt made. It means
0: nothing to me. Can we
1: put those t shirts on the website or something? (laughs) That would be amazing. I think we should, shouldn't we? I think we should just put the Picasso t shirt on the website. But then you can see,
0: and you know, you can see the progression of his style of painting. Oh, yes. And how it did progress. Now, if he had cared, I can guarantee you that he would have been locked in one Absolutely. one stylistic uh, expression. You could um, even
1: say that he would have never found his voice. That's a great his, way his to say it. His true I like voice. That. That's right. Because you can even see it if you, you can look on Google, look at his really early stuff. He, he was draw, uh, drawing and painting, creating like really everyone else. He was just emulating people. And then he had this massive shift.
0: A break. Because he didn't care.
1: Yeah. And he just wanted to say something completely different.
0: He cared about himself. He cared about his own creativity, his uniqueness, the things that made him different. Wow. The things that made him a creator, yeah. just like all the masters of art. And, and that's the key to this.
1: I love that. I love art and Picasso as an example because it just shows this progression of all of that energy being directed outward. And then you're going outward and pulling all these influencers in and then you have this massive mental, spiritual even shift of all that energy is going within and then it's going out. Um, I love the the visual of, of everything stemming from within us and then moving out and that light sort of. Touching everyone from within us instead of vice versa.
0: There is a genius of Picasso inside of everyone. Yes. Every single yes. person has that unique quality within them.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's available to every like single that. person that is brave enough and bold enough to not care anymore. Yes. You've got to be brave to do this. Yeah. And you've got to love yourself. You've got to say, you know what, I do matter. I matter enough to me. And I'm going to do something about it, and I'm going to stop caring about all these people trying to influence me with their ideas of what colors I should be using, and what kind of landscape I should or shouldn't paint. Maybe it's time that I just close these books that are telling me how I should be painting and holding a brush and do what's natural to me, what feels natural to me. And what brings me joy in and, and, and a place of harmony and agreement with original source substance that I, I now have come in contact with on the within. I've been quiet long enough. In fact, I've taken some long walks and, and I've done some forest bathing under the canopy of the trees out walking along a trail and a path where no one else was around. And I heard that inner voice within say, I want you to paint like I speak to you. And I want you to play a song with the, the, the melodies that you're hearing me sing to you. And if you'll listen and look within, you have a genius that's crying and begging to come out and be an expression of life, advancing your mind and your body and your soul. Again, for, for and toward perfected completion while you're here in the land of the living. Life doesn't have to be sad or depressing it doesn't have to, you don't have to live in lack. You are supposed to be able to travel and, and have money to do it and optimistic happiness and joy and the freedom to go and come and to love others in the same way that you unconditionally love yourself.
1: I really love that you took a moment to zero in on artistic expression because it really is that perfect example Of how to not care, why to not care, and even just realizing that any creative process, you know, because when you're discovering your own purpose, you're going to go through a creative process, right? So I love this concept of reminding us that when you don't care, that's really the only way you can even achieve that level of creativity because... We have to be, like for example, I know that when you're writing a new, a new piece, you're composing a new piece, you can't go into that with some sort of fear of playing the wrong thing. I mean, there's a process. There's a very real process to that. I painted a painting one time of a, of a, a woman and I had never painted anything like this before and I wanted to paint her upside down, but I didn't realize that I should have painted her right side up and then just flipped it over. Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I painted her upside down. I flip it over. She looks like a monkey. It was unbelievable. She was hideous. It was terrible. But, you know, getting through that creative process, being willing to look silly, being willing to make those uh, mistakes that aren't really mistakes is that's everything. It's everything.
0: That's right. Every person comes into the world as a creator. Yeah. Yeah. And most people learn to care about things early in life. You know, they, like we were saying earlier, they That's care about so what true. mom and dad think. We care about what others are saying that we should or shouldn't do and what we look like and how we should dress or, you know, eat what to eat. You know, all of that is natural. But things begin to get a little bit awkward when what people care about replaces their original source purpose for being here. Because you are a unique, True. eternal soul having a human experience.
1: So important to remember that.
0: You existed before you arrived on earth. And you'll continue, you'll continue on. When you leave the land of the living, you're going to go on without the cares of this world when you leave. And this is a fact. Listen, what I'm telling you right now is a fact. It's not an opinion. It doesn't matter what anybody else tells you or what anybody else chooses to believe to tell you regarding the life source of your soul. It is not random. The substance of your desires are eternal. That means you are. In quantum mechanics, the substance of what you believe, it was created in the image of the original bias for everything in the universe. And you're in the universe You have the same ability to believe and then see, believe and see, believe and see, imagine to believe and you see it, imagine to see it. And then you see it in the present tense. Look, as a creator created in the image of the creator, your ability to imagine a high viewpoint for life and create thought forms to attract the substance of your imaginations. This is not a fantasy. This is not some game. This is not just some board game. This is not some uh, spooky thing that, you know, other people can do and some people can't do. No, you're already doing this. You come into the world doing this. You come into the world as a believer, believing to see and then seeing what you believe. Whatever kind of life you're living right now, it is built up of the things you've been believing before today. Whatever you see around you and whatever you're experiencing right now is created from the very things that you've been talking about, the substance of those words. You talk about the life that you're living. It's when you start believing something different that your life changes. It's when you start talking about different things that your life follows suit. You were designed as part of the natural order of creation. In other words, What you care about will either advance your mind, your body, and your soul toward perfected completion or it will withdraw you from advancing. It will cause you to decay and for life to fall apart all around you. You will remain. You will always remain in a circular pattern of life by caring about the cares of the world and what other people think and what they say or don't say, what, what's happening in politics, what's happening on the world stage. You will continue in a circular pattern of life, not advancing your highest life uh, source, your purpose for being here. Negative things manifest a negative source influence pattern for your life stay away from negative thoughts. Don't harbor them, cast them down. If you find yourself mauling over a negative thing, worrying about something, worrying about bills, worrying about the babysitter or not finding one or worrying about finding a job or not finding one, cast down the negative part of that. See yourself with the job. See yourself with the perfect babysitter with the right kind of income, with the amount of money that you imagine to have. Cast down anything that's negative negative. All things negative, any negative source influence uh, information so that you will not continue to establish that pattern for your life. Choosing to use the law of kinetic belief, that will absolutely manifest the the creative purpose for your life while you're here. And I'll tell you that all purposeful creators who do desire peace and happiness, joy and, and good health, and by all means, financial freedom, that's part of this those people who desire it and hold on to that thought form, they do, they absolutely attract all these things into their lives. Manifestation, it begins when you choose to release the cares of the world.
1: Wow. Yes, 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 and (laughs) yes. (laughs) I am amazed that every time you take us through an intensive look at who we are, at our true identity, that I find myself going, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I hear it so often. I, I tell myself who I am. I work on my identity. And yet every single time you take us through the reality of who we truly are, who we're meant to be, it's just it's one of those things you can't hear enough. You can't say it enough.
0: You know, that's a great point. This is all these topics, everything that we talk about. These are the things that you stir yourself up with. You've got to keep stirring yourself up. In other words, being mindful of because we live in a negative world. Face it you're going to get excited about these things that you're hearing now, but then you're going to go away and you'll turn on the television or you'll you know, get another phone call from whoever and they'll start pulling you back into that negative source energy, negative source information. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, everything that you just heard begins to escape you and you feel that virtue begin to leave. And so you got to stir yourself up in this to, to stay excited about it and to keep, be mindful of it. Being mindful of it means that you're going to meditate on it. You meditate on this so that you allow your thoughts of genius to begin to come through. And when they do pass through, I am going to tell you that you've got to make sure you write them down because they don't—they don't usually circle and, and fly around you for very long. That's they're just—they're they're passing through, but they're there for you to grab hold of.
1: I think it's sort of a funny analogy that's perfect for what you were just describing. Is I—I I read a really funny article, and this girl was talking about needing to be healthier. And she said, anytime I get a cold, I'm not feeling very well. I I say, goodness, body, I gave you a carrot a week ago.
0: What, what's up yeah. with this? I know, what did you do with a carrot, right? So I think that's really
1: funny though, because spiritually, that's what we do. We yes. say, well, I, I said an affirmation a month ago. Why, why don't I feel good? Why hasn't this shown up? This is a daily, it's a practice. It's a lifelong practice and so important to remember that.
0: When I was, you know, I, I started out, I, I was so fortunate to learn and find out about the law of attraction when I was five years old yes. and began practicing it really and shown how to do it daily. Um, and so I grew up doing this and, and it was never something I had to just stop and think, okay, do I believe this or don't I believe it? Is this something I want to do or don't I want to do it? I mean, it's just, it's been part of my life. But the, the, the thing that we you have to do, and I, and I still do this, even though I grew up already saturated in the substance of belief and knowing the power of belief and literally changing my body, my physical body, uh, attracting different talents and, and opportunities in my life. Um, attracting uh, 16 different companies into my life, Radio Network, all these things, and and still just enjoying the, the fruit of the Law of Attraction today. But I still stay stirred up in all these things because there's negative influence everywhere you go. It's in traffic. It's in the restaurant. It's at the gas station. It's, on the, it's when you go home for the holidays. It's wherever in the world you go. There's always going to be a bombardment of things that want to challenge your highest viewpoint for life, your highest viewpoint for the universe as it is. So I stay stirred up in these things and get the materials you need to, and, and I really recommend that you get a guided journal. If not mine, find someone that is teaching how to uh, uh, maintain the thoughts of, of a kinetic belief, of thought form and hold on to those. And then the things that you are are replacing the natural thought with, and that's what a guided journal, a kinetic belief journal, my journal does that, and it will replace all of your natural ways of thinking with kinetic belief thoughts. Those are the things that manifest whatever it is you're desiring into your life. So you do that and you do it every day, all the time, and you're working at this. Listen to the podcast, not once, but, you know, take it with you and find a, find an hour in your day sometime to listen to what we're saying here. Keep it in your mind. Keep it in your thoughts. Write it down. Write down thoughts as they come to you. Consider your own genius because this is, after all, this is your own personal journey that you're embarking on. And then get the the, the workbooks and the worksheets and anything that you can find that's going to keep you stirred up in this because you want this to become you to where it's second nature and you're not having to wrestle with the thoughts as much and next thing you know, it'll just overtake you and you'll not even have to know, stop and think, what do I do with this negative suggestion that I'm hearing? It just becomes you and you just start it's, you know, you got the inertia, it's a snowball effect. And you're becoming successful in life while you're attracting your heart's desire.
1: That's a great point that this this podcast is an easy way to stay immersed and stirred up. It's daily. It's fresh. It's new every single day. Something I had a quick question about. You mentioned earlier that when you have these negative thoughts and these negative influencers, they, they pop into your head or you hear them from outside influencers. You said that you cast them down. Do you actually say those words? Do you actually say I cast that down? No, I
0: use an affirmation to cast it down. And, and I only, when I say cast it down, that's something that you're harboring. You know, that's what fear will often do, a fearful thought like, you know, you can choose. I'm not going to put one out there, but a fearful thought is one that's negative and it stays there. And it stays there for you to consider and observe and to ponder. And you think about it. And you're having a conversation with yourself while you're driving down there about the negative thing that you're imagining to happen. And so when that starts to happen, the way that I cast it down is I speak a positive thing to replace it with. You cannot harbor a negative thought while speaking a positive one out loud. And so that's what an affirmation does. And that's how I cast down negative imaginations. Very cool. Let's do it right now.
1: Yeah, very good information.
0: Say this after me. Say, I don't care.
1: I don't care.
0: Because my inner genius. Because
1: my inner genius. Cares for me. Cares for me.
0: I have entered into the greatness of my care.
1: I have entered into the greatness of my care.
0: I am aligned.
1: I am aligned. With
0: my higher purpose in life.
1: With my higher purpose in life. I
0: always follow.
1: I always follow. My
0: inner genius. My inner genius. I choose actions.
1: I choose actions that
0: follow my life's purpose. That
1: follow my life's purpose. Every answer. Every answer is within me. Is within me.
0: I have attracted.
1: I have attracted the
0: substance of my heart's desire. The
1: substance of my heart's desire.
0: That's what I care about.
1: That's what I care about.
0: My awareness is heightened.
1: My awareness is heightened.
0: That's what I care about. And
1: that's what I care about.
0: I'm unwavering in my belief.
1: I'm unwavering in my belief for
0: my life's purpose. For
1: my life's purpose. My
0: purpose has all my care.
1: My purpose. has all my care. My
0: passions have come to me.
1: My passions have come to me.
0: Because I don't care.
1: Because I don't care. <laughs> great. <laughs> wow, what a great topic this has been. You know, and just when I thought I couldn't care less, oh, I have, a- <laughs> I have achieved yet a higher level of not caring
0: what is this uh, you hear people say all the time I could care I could care less yeah,
1: that's a I don't like to say I have pet peeves but if, but if I did that would be uh, one of them someone saying I could care less
0: and you're like well why don't you
1: well then care less
0: <laughs> that's great but oh.
1: I couldn't care less this has
0: been so much fun Megan seriously yeah. stop caring com is the website KineticBelief at stephencanyon.com gets an email to Megan
1: <laughs> yes absolutely and our entire team <laughs> actually yeah. gets that email right. um, well this has been wonderful today and I know that you were just talking about the workbooks and the worksheets. That's actually a new addition to the website, which is really cool. Now, I know that you've just added one that is an actual, it's a 10 page purpose workbook. And I think that that is going to be huge for people because it's only 10 pages. What an amazing idea that you can start with page one and by page 10, you have in a sense just achieved the knowledge of this life's purpose that we all struggle with so much. Well, that
0: has been one of the biggest challenges, I think, with most people at all of our workshops. And one of the biggest questions, most commonly asked questions that I always get is, well, Stephen, what if I don't know what my purpose is? And so it it was a a delightful work for me to be able to put this uh, workbook together. It is 10 pages, but at the end of 10 pages, and I drill it down, we we get to work in a hurry. And going through the workbook, you find out at the very end exactly who you are, why you are here and what your purpose is. And that's available on the website. It's just a tool to help you get the ball rolling so that you can take yourself seriously enough to fall in love with yourself.
1: And we have opened up a few new slots for the Invitational Masterclasses. And let's let's talk a little bit about what that is, Steve, because those are very cool. They're very unique. And they're some of my favorite events that we do.
0: Well, of course, we do the Mastering the Universe workshop, and we have already calendared locations around the world for those. But then we always set aside sometime for what we call an invitational, which is just a, it's the Mastering Universe workshop, but it's by your invitation. And sometimes we'll get an invite by some different groups to come to a different place and to um, set up and do one of our workshops there. So anyway, that is available to you. And you can just fill out the application and the form there on the, the website yeah. and just check it out on shoot the event. it in.
1: Yeah, check it out on the events page. And don't forget to follow Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. We actually just did a really cool giveaway on there. So if you weren't following, you missed out. Don't miss out on the next one. This has been great, Stephen.
0: It has. And let me just go ahead and plug it one more time. Shoot. I do I do want to, even though it's, it's my book. Get the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal that I wrote, and I think it will become a new love for you because I know it will be life-changing if uh, if you'll challenge yourself to do it. See what happens. It's worth it, right?
1: Absolutely. And we also have the digital version available on the website, so go ahead and check that out. Kineticbelief.com.
0: Megan, you're always a delight.
1: Oh well, you are too. Delightful, full yeah. of delight.
0: I don't care. <laughs> see you tomorrow see ya all right okay thanks bye